Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more, the fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18plusbegambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Day, The Appendix. Hello there and welcome to what is officially called the Game Day Record Book Podcast Appendix, but I think now it's generally known in popular culture where it's as big as Mad Men. Um, it's known just as The Appendix. Um, we, this is where the bit where we not uh, some people would say this is where you shovel all the stuff you couldn't fit on the actual podcast into a kind of um, radio landfill uh, no it's not this is where we carefully pick and choose some morsels of football content that were so magnificent but didn't quite make the cut for the original podcast um, I'll start with the one this week um, because it's something I've, it's dear to my heart over the past um, few months, we started to see the first green shoots of something that I predicted. Now, I take no credit for that because I've been predicting it for seven or eight years. Um, so sooner or later, I was bound to be right. But people have started to play two up front again. Now, I understand it. You know, it works. West Ham United have started doing it, Tom. Yeah. Tom Rennie is still have, with... Have a striker that's only good with a partner and don't play him with a partner for three months. Turns out he's rubbish. Did I mention that Tom Rennie and David Priest, these days um, uh, coach of Ostersons, is here as well? You didn't they mention are. we were here, did you? No, no. You're just doing your own thing now. Uh, yeah, blasé. It's a Danny Kelly blase. soliloquy for 20 Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. I'd listen to that. Now, the return of the front two, to me, it's not about the fact that, uh, shall we say, who are West Ham's front two? Alaire and Antonio. Antonio and Alaire. It's not about them. It's to me, it's about defenders. Now, I played at a very high level on Hackney Marshes. And uh, I played at the back, and I can't believe that there's sometimes two, sometimes three of these fellas on 150 grand a week with one player to play against. You can explain to me how this works, David. You've got the coaching badges, but essentially, I presume they're sitting there going, "You're going up China White's afterwards." <laughs> and there's their centre forward. Do you want to? Do you want to take him, George? All right, I'll take him at the corner. You take him now. No, no, you're not going tonight. No, your missus wants to say and what strictly. All right, good. George, give us pass him on when you're ready. I mean, it's just it's an unbelievable way that, to make is a it living. Like David Luiz and Socrates, as imagined as the likely lads. <laughs> That's fantastic. But you're right though. And, and when there's more defenders than there are forwards, in the end, nobody ends up picking them up. There's no responsibility. Not exactly. You're weakening the rest of the team because you're you're down on numbers. Stick two up front. I mean, Everton with with Richarlison and Calvert Lewin are really knocking the opposition about now. Proper centre forwards, aren't they? Yeah, it, it's all about the evolution of the game as well. You know, we 
there's this fabled four, uh, zone 14 where if you've got the ball into this central area uh, just outside the box that uh, that's where assists and second assists come from and everyone would go through the centre of the pitch then there was zone the, 14 zone, zone 14 not yeah. district 9 okay no, zone 14 and then there was the sort of the evolution of the Makaleli role and Conte role where the, they would plug that to the centre of the pitch right. up and make sure people go wide drive them out wide so now they're doing that now people are looking to go down the sides which they are. They've mm. got either wingers or inverted wingers. So now, when they've got the balls outside, where do they want to put the ball? In the box. You need bodies in the box. How do you get bodies in the box? Rather than getting people run from deep, then have two people already in, inside the box. Yeah. So it's just the evolution. It's just think, things all, to me, all tactics have, have happened now. They've, they've been invented. What system do you habitually play at Ostersons? Uh, for most of the season, we played three at the back. It was more like a, yeah, 3-4-1-1. Okay. Three, yeah, 3 five, one, one. So not flooding the box yourself then, David. I thought no, you were playing do, short there. Do, do, yeah, we were playing short, yeah. But we there. No, uh, I didn't win but, the title. But, but, but you know Well, you're right, though. And then we, we went to 4-3-3, and then we get... More play, players, players, huge success. Yeah, exactly, there we go, yeah. Um, Duncan Ferguson said at the weekend about playing 4-4-2. He was interviewed after the game. It's hard to understand what he's saying at the best of times, but he did say, what a shift from the lads. I love a 4-4-2. Um, and he's he's gone out and done the exact formation that everyone knows and loves. West Ham did it, fantastic. Um, and they everyone finally knew what they were doing. Players want other players to be able to pass to. Didier Drogba destroyed little strikers. In 2005, Didier Drogba came in and revolutionised that position mm. by being yes. such a phenomenon at everything. He was great on the ground, great in the air. Great at free could kicks, bully, but could also hold the ball up. Everything. You name it, Didier Drogba could do it. Everyone has tried to be Drogba since then, and nobody is. And we've finally got over it. And wingers, by the way, can't shoot. They can't, they can't shoot. They can't score, right? Iron Robin can't shoot. Iron Robin could do one shot. <laughs> but, he, but put him out to the right-hand Troy side. Troy Townsend. No, but, not Troy. Troy. Troy's boy. Troy Townsend might be out to do it. I don't know. But they can't shoot from three yards out. Just they to give you examples of out. teams that have gone to back to a, fr- a front two in the Premier League. Everton with Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison. West Ham, as you said, but Antonio and Allaire. Burnley, of course, with the Bash brothers, oh, Wood yeah. and Barnes. Uh, more subtle, perhaps, Jota and Jimenez at Wolves. Um, we, we had several mentions there of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Now, Tom, I know that you are our resident expert on men's bodies. Um, so tell us something about, about Dominic that we didn't know. Yeah, so last weekend, Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored, uh, and I think he looks fantastic at the moment as a footballer. Um, and he scored against Chelsea in that victory. We didn't have time for this last week, but it's worth mentioning this week. Because Dominic Calvert-Lewin was pictured by Everton's official Twitter page and his shirt just rides up seductively as mm-hmm. he's celebrating the goal. And he looks like he's in fine shape for a young man. And so Dominic Calvert-Lewin decided, oh, I'll repost that because I think that will really impress everyone and everyone's going to be super stoked on me. Well, if you look carefully, it looks like someone's taken a biro to the abs <laughs> of Dominic Calvert-Lewin in Dominic Calvert-Lewin's own personal account. He's basically drawn on more impressive abs on his abs from the official picture in order to impress people. And it was picked up by his own teammate... Mason Holgate. It was picked up by his own teammate, Mason Holgate, who has ripped him on social media. Mason Holgate, who incidentally sounds like a village. (laughs) (laughs) Mason Holgate, um, the village slash toothpaste, uh, picked up on it. If if Mason Holgate turned up in midsummer, you'd be no way surprised, would you? Oh, it's been a terrible murder. Greenhouse. Mason Holgate, let's get over there. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Get Barnaby here. <laughs> I tell you what, well, he, he did a good job on it, though, didn't he? It looks fantastic. I want to know what that nap is. Who I might, was might the... be fo- colouring the corners of my hair here. Who was the photographer, the paparazzo guy? Yeah. 
who had the Darren... he was fat, but he had a six pack, t- um, like surgically inserted into his big beer belly. <laughs> Darren Lyons. Is that right? Lyons. Lyons. <laughs> Lyons. Lyons. What you got under your jumper, Lyons? I've just put Darren Lyons in, and first thing that comes up is Darren Lyons six-pack. Yes. Oh, no, so he's not. really fat bloke. He was about 16 stone and about five foot eight. Yeah. But he had a full-on ripped six-pack, and he took his shirt off, and everyone was like, can we say anything about that? It looks they- like he's made a plasticine. What he looks like, he looks like he's had a, a large egg box inserted in, underneath his skinny stomach. That's what he looks like. Do you remember when the, the benighted John Gregory was manager of Aston Villa? Great days. Um, he inherited... Uh, he was a terrible manager, wasn't he? Absolutely terrible. Hey, they were second in uh, December, weren't they? And he inherited David Ginola. So he Because le- David yeah. is a better player than him and a bigger personality, he leaves him on a sales bench. It's called the George... George doing a George Graham. Um, and... Uh, uh, of course, he, he said he, his excuse was David Ginnelly says, I don't think he's fit enough. I think he's a bit overweight. And then he becomes on a sub, Ginnelly, scores a goal from an adjacent postal district. And you remember what he did? He took his shirt off, yeah. ran over to the, to the technical area, and made that weightlifter's pose. He was like if someone had carved him out of an outer space stone much harder than granite. I mean, it was incredible. Ah, it was better than that. He was absolutely ripped. The, yeah. the long hair, yeah. the wind yeah. was blown. It was like a god. Yeah. It was like, like a, a prototype Darren Lyons in many ways. Lyons! Lyons! <laughs> you know Ginola Lyons! Uh, so, so we are into fake abs then, and Dominic Calvert Lewin's ahead of the game. You've got a couple more stories, Tom, from the United States. Um, oh, can I do this one first? Because I don't want to miss this, because if we don't do it this week, then we can't do it. Um, talking of fake people, what about a fake Boris Johnson? Uh, this is one of my favourite stories from this week, and it's a, a Derby County fan. Oh, so you've, you've connected to football. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. And they, all, they all connect back to football in some way. Uh, DCFC Ange. Uh, she is a big Derby County fan. Of course, Derby County were beaten this weekend by Millwall. So, they're beaten every weekend, to be fair. To be fair, yeah. yes. Uh, ever since they lost Frank Lampard, great manager. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Angela tweeted this. To the group of drunk Millwall fans, in inverted commas, who just came and picked me up on their shoulders, chanting, <laughs> Boris Johnson is a lion and he hates Corbyn. I don't appreciate being manhandled and told I look like Boris Beep Johnson. You should be ashamed of yourself. Now, that is horrible behaviour and I don't Poor support behavior. it happening to anybody. Zero However, manhandling on no, the show. No, don't manhandle anyone. That is not funny. Um, and I hope Angela is all right. But I've got to say, it is quite funny because she does look exactly like Boris Johnson. She absolutely I mean, does not. That is Boris Johnson's <laughs> hair all over. And it reminds me of when I first met my now wife, Tasha. Lovely, lovely girl. Beautiful woman, yes. Uh, ten years ago we met, and she had very short blonde hair at the time. And the very first thing I remember saying to her on our first date was... Would you like a pint, Boris? Hello, Boris Johnson. <laughs> Fancy a pint of mild? <laughs> Apart from the mild bit, that is true. So there you go. Did you, hang on, I've seen your wedding photographs. I like the one in particular where like, you're giving that V sign. Yes, well, you know, I'm uh, just a rebel, aren't I? Yeah. Just trying to look cool. Uh, but she used uh, to have very short hair. And you thought she looked like Boris Johnson? Um, yes. And you wanted to go out with her? Yes. That's all I'm saying. We'll he leave could it deceive there. anybody, <laughs> including me. I might be married to Boris Johnson. There's how no did way you, of knowing. How did you propose, or how did she propose to you? Uh, I offered her a massive mandate to govern, and she accepted. I'm not joking, because <laughs> I'm trying to do a fantastic link to your next story. Uh, I proposed to her in California on Mount Hollywood, uh, in the full view of the Hollywood sign in the Griffith Observatory. Okay, any hesitation on her part? I'd imagine quite a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was no hesitation. Okay. She voted for me instantaneously. 
Uh, and that does lead us to a story from the world of American soccer fans. Uh, I love uh, Premier League USA's Twitter handle, PL in USA. Uh, well, this week, now bearing in mind the time difference in the US, um, the early game of the weekend just gone was Liverpool against Watford. Bunch of Liverpool fans watching it in a fan park. Hashtag my PL morning. Well, um, there was a lovely couple there in the fan park, 7am in the morning on the East Coast. And um, to, they're, they're basically there together, this couple, and the female of the couple, it is a man and woman couple, um, they're, they're in front of the cameras for NBC, I'm assuming, in America. Anybody look like Boris Johnson? Just no to one looks this, like Boris uh, okay, well, the, the, the potential bride does. <laughs> giving it away now. Um, and she has a scarf on her, and she steps back from her man, pulls open the scarf. Football scarf. Football scarf. And the scarf reads, Will you marry me? Now... I have nothing wrong with the the woman proposing to the man. It's the 21st century. It's the world we live in. But there is nothing lamer or worse than a proposal at a sporting event or gathering. Uh, Jeremy, you're the producer. Could you just get me a pair of pliers? I need to uncurl my toes here. Because that (laughs) is horrible. Absolutely rotten. And what are you going to say? What what are you going to say? He kisses her, but I don't think he actually says yes. No. Because you wait till I get you home. Yeah. He's going to rip her to shreds for that one. He'll never live that down. Every time he goes to the pub with his friends, they'll propose to him. The abuse of the the, the wonderful thing it used to be a football scarf we've had the half and half scarves and all the rest of it now this is not right do you know what that is that is the act of a person who is unsure whether they'll say yes or no or not it's real it's yeah. a lot of pressure on them do it in public yeah, do yeah, it on exactly. telly yeah. all that yeah so even if they say no you might feel bad but at least they look bad as well that's true are yeah. you married David I've never been married ok no that's fine then do you, you want to borrow my scarf no one have you nobody's asked me <laughs> Uh, the next Mrs. Priest. Get the scarf printed now. You know where he's going to be. He's, England for at least two co- months. He's the coach of Osterson, so that's a big deal. He's not a bad-looking fella. No. This is, but the, the, the... Oh, I don't I don't, I don't advertise my missus. Well, I, have a, I have a girlfriend, so she won't be very happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you're... All oh, right. So you just haven't done the proposing thing. All right. But when we when Ostersons go back next season, make sure... She, if you're listening, I'm going to call her Debbie for argument's sake. Debbie, go with him. That's a tremendous surname for argument's sake, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, I'm Debbie, for argument's sake. Pleasure to meet you. Do you like my scarf? Hi, are you one of the Finch dear, for argument's sakes? I know them. And finally, as we always try to do on this show, since the appendix tends to sound like we're on recreational drugs, we always like to end with a story about um, recreational drugs. Yeah, it's not a soccer story, but I do like this. Uh, I like the baseball. I, m- most American sports I find tedious and boring and dull and dreadful. And I'm not saying baseball isn't those things. No, it's... Um, but it, I did go to a baseball game fairly recently and had seven meals during the... <laughs> during the Is it a match? I don't know what you call it. Anyway, it was great. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is that Major League Baseball has this week taken marijuana off the banned substances list. The policy comes into effect in 2020, says players found to have taken natural cannabinoids, is that the right word? Yep. Or cannabis-related substances will be treated the same as alcohol-related issues. And so they have relaxed the law of a drug which doesn't help performance in any way, which makes perfect sense. If there's one thing, and I can't tell you this from personal experience, I certainly never inhaled... I'm doing Boris Johnson a lot today. Yeah, you um, are. You but, love him, you do. Uh, but I will, I will say, um, I w- what I will say is this, um, that um, it doesn't aid coordination. It's not a performance-enhancing drug, so why does it matter? Up to a point. Up to a point. Now, I, t- I understand it because, um, you know, it's now been legalised in so many American states um, that uh, they, they can't very well have it being banned in the league. But my brother, who is not a professional, I think, but plays a lot of golf, has a terribly sore hip and it was reducing him to one round of golf a week. He's now got the cannabis oil 
and he can play every day. It's oh. literally so effective on certain joint pains and things like that. I mean, obviously, everyone's entitled to their view, and these are not necessarily the views of the news group and its attendant companies. Um, it shouldn't have been banned in the first place, should it? Let's be absolutely <laughs> frank. God's gift coming up out of the ground. We're banning it, are we? I don't think so. Good for your hips and your heart and your health. Yeah, yeah absolutely. general mood. You remember the story of uh, Roger Stanislaw, won't you? Why don't you tell us the story? Well, it, it, I think this was quite a few years ago that he was uh, he was caught uh, taking cocaine. He played for Leighton Orient at the time, yeah. And it was um, Barry Hearn's father, uh, Eddie. Eddie Hearn. No, Eddie, no, 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 Barry, no, Barry Hearn. Hearn yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, Barry Hearn. Barry Hearn's father was drinking mild at the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Please, gravy, so please download the actual podcast to try and even begin to understand that joke. Lions, <laughs> get a pint of mild, Lions. Listen to the podcast from two weeks ago. Try and understand that joke. <laughs> yeah, and, and Barry Hearn was the the chairman at the time of Leighton Orient, and obviously he must have taken the substance close to the game right. to, to have been um, caught that it was still in the system. So he said that you, I think he got a year ban afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, and Barry Hearn sort of kind of joked that he said, "Well, if it is performance enhancing, they probably obviously didn't see the game he was playing." <laughs> That's a very good defence. Listen, thank you very much, uh, Tom Rennie, David Priest. I'm Danny Kelly. This has been um, the appendix. Let's just call it that. Now, nearly as long as its parent podcast. Don't worry about that. We'll get the stuff in any way we can. Um, that's about it for now. Do try and download us every week. Tell your friends about it too. Cheers. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 